0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Fear Me, a podcast about Fear the Walking Dead. I'm Kim.
1: This is her husband,
2: Stuart. And Scott.
0: And we are going to recap episode number three of Fear the Walking Dead that aired this past Sunday. So guys, what is your general overall feeling about this episode?
1: Uh, I have to say while I was watching the episode, um, most of the way through it, I was like, kind of disappointed because there were things I was going into it thinking were going to happen, Um, especially after last week when we were just coming up with all kinds of things that could possibly happen. And looking back on it, though, it was actually really good. It was actually really well done. And I think a lot of the things I was getting frustrated watching it because I was being overly critical about what was going on uh, were actually intentionally done to tease me. So I have to say I think it was actually pretty pretty well put together overall.
2: Well, oh, that's good points. Good points. Um, you know I I've I've watched it twice and um, it it was a good episode. But I I know it sounds like I'm being nitpicky when I bring up stuff about the show. Scott, you're never nitpicky. No, no, God, no. Um, <laughs> but my but the thing is is that the show has not grabbed me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really has not grabbed me yet. And I keep trying to find out pieces that are making me not be grabbed by the show. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not that I think it's bad, but it's not like, you know, um, I, I let me put it this way. I probably would enjoy it if I were watching all the episodes in a row.
0: Yeah. Like
2: if I were streaming them after the season. Yeah. Or if they didn't take like a week off. Exactly. I mean, waiting a whole week and then getting to the next episode. And the next episode probably is being built up in my mind too much that mm-hmm. when I actually see the episode, it's kind of like, all right, whatever. And that's um,
1: the thing that killed me. It was like, just thinking about it for two weeks, there were so many things they could have done with them being trapped. Well, actually both uh, sides of the family, um, uh, one being trapped in their uh, residence at home and the other ones being trapped in, uh, the Salvador, Salvador's, uh, barbershop. Um, Oh, sorry. Sal Salazar's barbershop. Um, uh, there just seemed like there was so much stuff that was supposed to be happening outside those trap doors, you know? Yep. And mm-hmm. it didn't mm-hmm. seem to come to fruition.
2: Yep. Yeah, it was kind it of... It was, was like they just a,
1: got out of there. It was like, oh, hey, we're... Okay, now yeah. we're leaving, going It did else. seem it like, like there the was the going hell? to be a
2: bit of a... Yeah, it did seem like there was going to be a bit of a siege yeah. going on. But the siege was over pretty quick.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. You know, once they lit the fire in there.
0: Meow, I think gone. I feel the same way, about, same way about it that you guys feel... It's kind of like a love-hate relationship with this show so far. The characters haven't grabbed me. I'm not invested in them like I am with The Walking Dead. Characters obviously we're in Season 6, so it's a totally different situation. But um, even in The Walking Dead, the episodes grab me from the very beginning. The premiere episode of that show was probably one of the best episodes of the entire series. And I don't feel like we've gotten that with... Uh, Fear the Walking Dead, and I don't feel—I kind of feel like the writers think we're stupid, and that's starting to irritate me too.
2: Well, I'll tell you—I think there's a big missed opportunity here for them. I do too. Um, I think they could really make a make a distinctive difference with this show if they worked a little bit more on the mood. Yeah. I mean, the the there's not creepy enough. It, yeah. it it needs to, you know, that, that whole image that they gave of seeing that, that uh, man or woman or zombie or whatever it is standing in the in the uh, um, mm. uh, park as they right. were driving by. Right. That you saw in all the ads. I thought, man, they got some real good visualiza- visualizations going on here. Mm-hmm. They're going to be bringing out some really interesting mood mm-hmm. enhancements. And uh, that really hasn't happened. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, sure, you got a couple of zombies, but, you know, we've all watched The Walking Dead, and we're kind of, um, I don't know, uh, tamed on getting disgusted by the zombies.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, I think they should be doing something a little bit more with the background mood.
1: Yeah, um, and I think also in that it's uh, it's all in what you don't see, mm-hmm. but we're not seeing enough of that kind, kind. of thing. There's right. uh Well, and also, uh, I think, like, one of the... the Better examples, I think, at, at the start of this show was, um, I think it was the kid, um, Travis's son, that was mm-hmm. looking outside the grate. Right. And there was that emperor-looking zombie. Yeah. And he was with, cool. like, the cloak. I liked him. Yeah, he was cool-looking, but, it, you know, it was like, oh, hell yeah, finally the he shows up because he yeah. was in all the marketing. He was in the, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, the teaser stuff from the start. Right. And um, so he shows up, but then they get out there, and where the hell did that guy go? Right. I know, and, and why he was, was he even
0: attracted to the store? Yeah,
1: right, right. He's They're sitting ha- there like waiting, looking in. He knows stuff's in there, but he like moves on.
2: Right. Um, I mean, yeah, exactly.
1: And, and then actually, just once they got out, there, you had like one a cop eating another cop, and then there was a bunch right. of people that I were like the banging same trash thing. Cans Where are stuff.
2: all the rest of the zombies?
1: Right. Yeah. Like, I thought that
2: there should have been a zombie swarming.
1: Well, I thought that they were in there for like a few hours, maybe like five or so hours. I don't know what right. the, the time frame was, to be honest. They may have given us a hint. I don't know. But um, when they get out, I was thinking like, okay, there's going to be like 25% of these people. Mm-hmm. There's going to be chaos, so people don't really know what's going on, but there's going right. to be like 25% of these people that are dead that have already turned. Mm-hmm. And there was like a cop. That was it. Yeah. So
0: And I'm trying really hard to like, to step back a little bit and realize that this supposedly happened five or six years ago. And, um, we know a lot more than the people in the show are supposed to know. And they've also never been exposed to any zombie type of entertainment things. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, the people in this show are supposedly have never seen a zombie movie or a TV show, or even read a book about zombies they don't even know the word zombie. So they don't know what is in store for them, but I feel like they're making some really stupid mistakes that, and that's why i say the writers think we're stupid because and i'll go into that later but there're things that i think could be changed that would make the feel of the show a whole lot different
2: well let me let me ask you this uh 911 mm-hmm. when that was going down what was the one thing you were trying to do during that
0: find out information Is get information exactly
2: find out information yep. find out what's going on talking to your neighbors yep. you know i mean that whole scene that they have in there where the the neighbors walks walking his trash can down to the street. Yeah, and he doesn't say a word to him. Yeah, yeah, that was that, weird. That would never I, I happen. I didn't understand what was going. I don't on care if you didn't like the guy or not. You would have gone over and asked him if he heard anything, if he knew anything.
0: Well, even in the last episode, when that neighbor's trying to plan a birthday party for her kid, I'm like, "Hello, there are people coming back from the dead. Why are you having a birthday party?"
2: Well, you know, I mean, some people are clueless, but, but yeah, I think you're at that
1: still... point there wasn't enough going on. But – and then the mom was hesitant at saying anything because she was confused as to what was going on. She didn't want to – you don't want to be, like, crazy. Yeah, right. over there saying, um, yeah, you know, there's, there's people that are eating other people. Right. But, um, yeah – when he's looking over there at that other neighbor, for one thing, I thought that neighbor was coming out of the same house. The, the that's what I thought, that thought too. The was. Yep. Yeah. Because he wasn't that far away. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they were staring at each other like they both knew something was going on and didn't say anything to each other. And that's where I was like, what? Like, what the hell?
2: Yeah, that did make, make a mean, bit of sense to me. To me, it looked like I mean, they were getting ready to fight. I neighbors I don't
1: like, but.
2: But you know, you know, I mean, I I was in talking to um, a couple of the folks on our webpage with, with Ken Boyd and, uh, Was it John Z? Yeah. I think Um, we were talking this afternoon, actually bringing up points about how it's uh, suspending. It isn't really carrying us along with the disbelief stuff. Right. Um, You know, and he brought out the good, a good point, which is one I I thought of at the time too, is that I don't see anybody trying to get on the radio or on TV Mm -hmm. or anything. to get any information. I mean, I would think one of my top priorities would be finding a battery-operated radio if I couldn't, you know, if they didn't have power. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're sitting around in the house, you know, the whole scene with the Monopoly. That's fine. You know, that's all fine. But I would, I would have, that scene would have been a lot more believable to me if they had already been trying to get information and already things and they're trying to avoid even hearing anything more about it because they got frightened by it.
1: And that's the thing that Nick was pointing out before, which maybe they were trying to carry over into this one. Uh, I think it's a little further along in the story where you're right. I mean, you've already got everyone in our world knowing what's going on. Um, Right. So, yeah, why aren't they turning on the news? Why aren't they? I mean, yeah, they're at their house and stuff. I mean, power's going in and out, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But I would be trying to get, like you're saying, a radio going, um, TV when the power is on. I would
2: go talk um, to somebody.
1: Yeah, yeah. right. Go to a to neighbor's what, house. What the heck's going
2: on? Yeah. I mean, our, you know, nine eleven people are meeting in the street to discuss it. Yeah. You know? And there's all
0: those I mean, um those missing posters that they saw, but mm-hmm. nobody's really talking about that either.
2: No, no. It's just like it's it's almost like they're avoiding getting information or that they already know enough and they don't need to hear anymore. And that just doesn't strike me as, as believable. You know, and I think that's probably what is hurting me with getting pulled into this show. I just can't relate to the characters.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel too. Um, one of the things that gets me every single time I see them doing this is, even if there are no zombies, if you've never heard of the word zombie before in your life, who the hell takes a flashlight and shines it through a window to see right. outside?
1: Even, I thought that too.
0: Even if you've never been exposed to zombies, you know that you don't do that. You have to turn the lights up.
1: I liked that. I liked that. I, I, that one actually got me because I was I was like yelling at the screen. Well, not really yelling because I didn't want to wake all the kids up. But <laughs> I was – I was it was pissing me off because I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like get away from the window. Right. Like, and then Nick comes you're over. You're not going to be able to see out the window if you're shining a freaking flashlight. It's dark out. Yeah.
2: Right. And Nick like, comes over, over, over there and says, you know – Close those windows or whatever, but he only closes one, and they're still yeah, standing well, there looking out the know, other one. <laughs> they so more. deserve
1: to have that neighbor. The neighbor should not have been out in the middle of the street. He should have just popped up in the window. Yes. Yeah. And, like, really freaked him out. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, seeing him across there, like, yeah, they should be been like, oh, wait, the guy's coming over here. And, you know, like, turn back and be like, Nick, you know, help me close these shades or something. Then you turn around, and he's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or when he know, pulls back or, or the like,
2: shade, it, the, he's just kind of leaning up against the glass. Looking exactly. in at him. Yeah, that would have been you know, perfect. That would have hey, been up? creepy as hell. What
1: do you, what do you guys watch?
2: <laughs> That's right. What's on the TV? <laughs> I'm dead, but I still want to know the news. <laughs> okay, so we've heard
0: that...
1: Can I have a slice of pizza? I want to be the shoe.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, so all of us have have had our say about this episode. Apparently we're not sold mm. on it yet, but with I was liked there any, the
1: flashlight, was there
0: anything thing. you liked about it? Yeah. I said the flashlight okay, thing. Besides the flashlight. I
1: flash liked light. the flashlight thing.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I have, I
1: liked the cast of stomp. That was the, the fake mob <laughs> that was mm-hmm. like smashing mm-hmm. trash cans and stuff around. Yes, that was good. And was, they were, I think I saw the blue man group in there too. Enough to hang out on the, uh, the scaffolding but make enough room for everybody to run past them yeah right and also <laughs> they saw that beautiful white truck and they did not touch it i mean that's i know that's just well there was a the
2: windshield was broken genteel. but that was it that was, was it
1: no was it no wasn't
2: no, was yeah it was when i watched it the second time you could see the windshield was actually oh, broken
0: okay. uh, see, you I, saw I it especially I, I didn't during see
2: anything you saw it especially during what what i thought was one of the best scenes of the whole episode was at the hospital mm-hmm. yeah i agree that yep. was that was great i like that too um, and you know that whole actually that whole ride that they did when the lights going out in the yes, city
0: that was nice
2: around the ballpark and so forth that was that was the kind of moody stuff i want to see yep i want to see more of it yep
1: if i was in the back of that truck I'd be. you let me in the freaking cab i know right yeah. now yeah if i was at that hospital
2: yeah, you know, it's the thing is is that, that you know, we we keep talking about the fact that we're just not getting it with them not trying to get information. You know, I would love to have them listening to the radio and finding out, you know, hearing something like uh, things have gotten out of control in Miami and the military is thinking about dropping a bomb. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, I want to hear the world is falling apart around them, they closing in on them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that... Cranks the tension up even more than just having them survive in their little neighborhood of, of issues. I agree. Well,
1: it's weird. I think I think we'll talk about that a little bit later on too. I mean, it's. It it goes back to the point of that he saw that cop that knew was something was going on. Right. Like the officials, the military, you see at the end of the episode, they all know something else is going on and aren't right. aren't clueing people into
2: it. Right. Um, yeah, but wouldn't you be asking the military guys questions?
0: They're just standing
2: there getting asked questions. They don't ask anybody anything except for uh, Maddie asking that one soldier if it, you know, if it's airborne or something. Yep. Oh, my God. I'd be all over these guys trying to get info.
0: I know. And I, I'm surprised that they like there aren't any news reports about like we saw the airplanes flying through the air. That one takes a, yeah. a sharp turn. There's bound to have been more catastrophes, catastrophic events that right. have happened because of this outbreak that they're just not reporting about. So it seems like there should n- be some sort of snowball effect, but there's nothing.
2: Right. I mean, they need to they need to actually pick up. Um, uh, we talked about it uh, last week, I guess, or a week before about um, Max Brooks' uh, World War Z. Yeah. They need to pick it up because that whole book is just vignettes from around the world, right? Of different things happening, and you know they could be hearing about some of these things that have happened and so forth. I mean, there's, you know, I, I, I'd i love to hear some report from Europe
0: mm-hmm.
2: about if it's there, you know. Um, it. I know they want to center on this family unit and so forth, but you don't get a real feel for the perspective of the problem until you show the range of the problem.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, now they're screwed because all the power's out.
2: Yeah, well, so it's like, coming to I mean, go. Where are
1: they going to get the information from? I mean, it's... I, Uh, They
2: were in a truck. They could have put it on AM radio and gone through the dial and see if they pick up anybody. Yep. Agreed. No one listens to AM radio. (laughs) But I mean, seriously, that's the first thing I thought when they jumped in the truck. I was like, someone's going to turn on the radio. And nothing, man.
0: They just drove around. I know. That would have been the first thing I did. But even the guys that were sitting in the back of the truck, like, I don't think I would have been too scared back there. They, like, when they were driving past the hospital, somebody should have jumped out at them, tried to get in the truck. All those people Mm -hmm. were running past them. Um, There's a moving vehicle right there. Try to jump in the truck and get the hell out of there. Like, yeah, Yeah,
1: but they were shooting at people and stuff. I mean, I, 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 seriously, I'd be like, this is screwed up. I, I need some protection. I don't care what the hell it is. Give me a blanket. A a blanket. I mean, anything. (laughs) Just like, you know, like, I'd do. You You know, as much people getting shot right right. in front of you,
2: I mean, as much as I love that hospital scene, which I thought was was placed very well to kind of show you where the worst stuff was breaking out, Mm -hmm. um, I would have liked to seen more zombies coming out of the hospital, though.
0: I know we saw one, right?
2: Right. I you know, I'd have liked to seen a horde of zombies because we're, you know, this whole thing is turning into the all this stuff goes to pieces because hordes of zombies are everywhere. Yeah and if it's supposedly really starting at the the you know the worst areas it's starting are these hospitals mm-hmm. I would like to see a horde of yeah. zombies i mean we've yeah. seen separate zombies we've seen them by themselves i'd like to see you know five or six of them together
0: yeah or at least yeah. more than one <laughs> right you know because and every one that
2: they
1: that's showing up they're taken out too so right. it's like where are they spread
2: yeah well except for uh, except for travis he likes to hug zombies for some reason. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He's trying to get himself killed.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't make it believable to me that that many people would be uh trying to get away from the hospital with just one zombie there. Yeah. Like how I
2: mean, I can certainly understand that they would want to be getting away from the hospital, but and and they made, you know, they did they did build it up enough that you felt the urgency of getting away from that place. Yeah. That that place was uh, not a place to stop.
1: I was definitely getting the feeling there was a hell of a lot more going on because there seemed to be like a huge line mm-hmm. of cop cars, and they had spotlights on exactly. the hospital. Well, maybe it was all inside, so, I mean, and we, we
0: just didn't see it.
1: Exactly. So that's I, I think that's why the scene kind of stood out to me is just like here they're coming from this dark fire mob thing, and then all of a sudden it's like bright white light. Yeah. All
2: yeah, it, it was evident hospital. that there was a major uh, major issue going on there. That yeah, was, I mean they had a firing line,
0: apparent. you know. I
1: mean, yep.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Well, one of the things that I actually did like about this episode was the tension that they created, and there was tension like in several different areas of the episode. Like, um, well, obviously between the two wives that were stuck together all of a sudden with mm-hmm. Travis, um, and then the tension between the two different families. There was tension. Well, three different families actually. Um, tension between just them and the outside world, not knowing what's going on, um, not knowing what's going on with Susan, the neighbor who is right. <laughs> that whole scene was that actually made me laugh. Um, yeah. So the, I think they're doing a good job of kind of trying to build that tension up for us. But I, again, think they need to take it further. I think they're not doing enough of those scary movie elements where people things are jumping out at you and you don't know what's around the corner and like the um the maze in the back of susan's backyard
2: yeah. like
0: how appropriate i mean wow there's a maze that's going to slow you down before you so you can't get away from the zombie it's like oh hey, overdone. a
2: small small question was do yeah you, do you think that house was beside their house or behind their house
0: it's behind it. They're, okay. They face two different streets.
2: Okay, that's what I was wondering because, because I couldn't, figure, the same I couldn't figure out why they wouldn't go out the front door to warn them.
0: That, that's exactly yeah. what Stuart okay. said. Okay, yeah, that's what I
2: figured. It must have been back back to back.
0: Because remember when they get in the car to leave to go to the desert, mm-hmm. which, by the way, we're in the desert. Nobody has said that. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks down the street and sees the husband pull up. Right, so. you're right. Yeah, yeah. And she has to turn left to get there. Yep, that's right. I have to say, though, streets.
1: they keep wanting to go to the desert, but that would suck. Uh-huh. You'd have
2: nowhere to run. No protection. Well, maybe
0: they have a house Well, like you the can desert, see
2: anybody coming for miles and miles. I mean, geez.
0: That's you true, know? but there's no food there. It's hot. There's no water. Well,
2: evidently Maddie doesn't care. She thinks she has plenty of food.
0: Yes. I know, because she didn't bother to take that stuff from right. the high school either.
2: Yeah. The biggest conflict right now, though, that I see is the one between Travis and Daniel.
0: Travis and Daniel, which mm-hmm. one's Daniel? Daniel's? The son? The, yes.
2: No, the barber.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's up with him? I feel like he knows something and he's not telling us. No, I I don't think it's that. It's
1: like ex mob kind of no, South no. American mob no, kind I, of guy it seems like.
2: No, what it is 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 they they survived the revolution in El Salvador. Oh, right. that's
1: right. He is they El got Salvador. out of El Salvador
2: right. and yep. and that's why he doesn't trust the military either, because the military cracked down in El Salvador and killed right. a lot of civilians. So he's very uh very untrustful and he he's he thinks that the only people that are gonna take care of him is him and his mm-hmm. and his family. So yeah, he I think a lot of that comes from the that.
1: indebtedness. Right. He doesn't want to be indebted to anyone. Right. So yeah, I, mean, I think was- a
2: lot of that comes from his, their escape from El Salvador. Um, whereas Travis, Travis is kind of like I guess kind of like me. Um, if I see the military rolling in, I'm thinking, "All right, now, we, <laughs> now we're all right. You know, now we'll we'll make it." Because I, I, you know, I wouldn't last five minutes. I mean, you know, Daniel Daniel's quote of um, "Good people are the first to die"
0: mm-hmm.
2: is is I caught is, that too. Sums it up for him in in a uh, in a nutshell.
0: Which also makes me wonder if they are um predicting somebody's death in that family. Like Travis. Well,
2: maybe. I don't know. Or I don't the know.
1: mom. Because the mom was weak enough to let them into the barbershop.
2: I did like I did like when uh, the scene where Travis asks him, uh, what if they get in? And Daniel replies, We run in different directions.
1: Yeah. Well, see that. See that one caught me because he said, "Yeah, we run in different directions," and it sounded to me like, "Screw We're you! I'm going you. one way; yes. you're going another." And that's what it was. But that's then, exactly when was. they are getting ready to leave, he says, uh, "Let's stick together." And no, even,
2: that didn't happen until I don't think he did, Stu. I think it didn't happen until the the mother broke her foot. Oh yeah. And and Travis no, came no, back. No, no, no. It was right them.
1: before they went out into the mob, and he said, "Stick together." And Travis even looked at him like. I thought you just said we we're going separate. Oh, uh, okay.
2: I I missed that part.
1: Because it was weird. Because he he almost sounded like um what's his name?
0: Daniel. Uh, uh, Daniel.
1: Daniel. God, I almost yeah. said Dennis. Dennis and Travis. Okay, Daniel. Um, he almost sounded like um he was trying to be more of a tough guy than he actually was. Yeah, and that's because well, every time Travis said something, he said like the opposite. He was like, "Oh, I like mm-hmm. black. I like white." You know, they were like he was like trying to catch him on everything and do almost the exact opposite almost trying well, he's, to prove he doesn't
2: that... want to be with them he doesn't want to be with them because they're weak in his eyes you know they've demonstrated a weakness not being able to you know you know that whole scene at the end where um where Travis talks Maddie out of putting Susan out of her misery mm-hmm and he and he just looks at him shakes his head and says they're weak. Yeah, yeah but the
1: guy like Travis carried his wife through the streets. I mean, what the right. hell? Right.
2: But he does, but he thinks they're going to get him killed.
1: I know, I know. I know so, what you're saying cuz cuz he is being nice by helping his wife. But mm-hmm. come on, jackass. Like <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. like being a jackass for the sake of being Well, a jackass. I think
2: I think it again comes back to the escaping the revolution in El Salvador. He had only himself to rely on. He couldn't rely on anybody there.
0: But why is he acting so mean to him? Like, does he think that since they went into his barbershop to get away from the mob that that proved that they were weak as well?
2: No, I, I don't think so. I think I think um, he wasn't happy about that because again, he only wants to take care of his family. Yeah. He He's trying to keep his distance other and people, keep
1: his family from, from right, relying on getting on him.
2: involved yeah, getting involved with anybody else, relying on anybody else. That's why he doesn't want to be indebted because he thinks that they are not as tough as he are he is and that they're going to get them killed
0: okay so that explains why when they were in the truck trying to get to madison's house daniel says something about how um uh how they'll be even and then that he wasn't the one that started it all between them right okay
2: right yeah that was his that again was his i don't want to be indebted to you
0: okay That makes sense. He
2: was keeping score.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's something else there, though. There's definitely something else there with that whole thing, that whole situation. Yeah,
0: I still feel like he knows something. He just seems too comfortable. Like, he's one of the believable characters for me, he and Nick.
1: Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. know what he is expecting um, Travis to want, you know? Well, I I think
2: he recognizes, he already recognizes that this is kill or be be killed. Mm Mm-hmm. He, he already recognizes that, um, this is going to get ugly. Yeah. And Travis is still in denial. You know, Travis still thinks that, you know, um, you know, he, he was still having trouble knocking off Peter, the neighbor who was eating the dog. Yeah. He had a real hard time even, you know, realizing that this guy was gone. Well, yeah,
1: that's actually a good thing to talk about. Um, I think at the, cause, um, Daniel did just take the guy out, and he shot him twice. It wasn't like he just right. shot him. He then went back right. at him with the gun right in his face.
0: Yeah, yeah he Which didn't pause a, at all. He I didn't think say, about it.
1: It had to be one of the better scenes since we're trying to see some dead zombies. Yeah. Um, that was my
0: favorite scene of the entire series so far. Yeah. Finally, we have a headshot, and it's a gory one. <laughs> that, was, splatter yeah, was no, like, that was Yeah, oh like, that was kind of like the
1: high-five moment. I was like, "All right, mm-hmm. fine." Yes.
0: I was cheering on the couch. Was I was good. like, "Yes!"
2: <laughs> I'm still wanting to get more of the moodiness horror part. I mean, like like John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm-hmm. The mood in that was was so chilling. Yeah, in that in that movie, you know, because you really could sense isolation and so forth. Um, I wanted to see a little bit of that, if they're going to have them just by themselves like that.
1: Well, and I think I think Travis is just not letting go of some of the humanity part of it um, with, sure. with these zombies still. Um, especially, okay, so he sees his neighbor get shot by Daniel. He's like, he thinks, well, maybe he still he even says it when he's talking about Susan. And um, his wife's getting ready to cream him with the hammer. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know that she's gone. Right. You don't know he that there's not some way that dead. we can still, you know, bring her back from this. Right. He so, wasn't
2: accepting what Nick said about them being dead.
1: Right. Um. And yeah. It, and I had to kind of think about that because he had he was standing in the mm-hmm. backyard. Here's Susan like reaching through the fence the entire time, and he's got his back to her, burying mm-hmm. his neighbor. I mean, I would never foot turn turn my back. To, no, to but I thing. but I
2: could certainly understand where he's coming from in that. Um, I I don't know if I would say that they were dead. You know, to me they no. would be diseased. Yeah, they don't w- look. They dead. could be saved. You know that they could be saved.
1: Yeah, but right. I I mean you're eating someone's pet in your house. Right. I mean,
0: but Susan well, didn't. They didn't see Susan doing anything except for trying to attack them. So they, there's no really way, no real way for them to know that she's dead. The only thing that looks weird on her is her eyes are a little cloudy, right. which again I think they could be right. because she's sick.
2: Right, and I, I think a lot of you know some of them are still dealing with this as if as if it's just a disease. Yeah, and that these people are going crazy, even if the guy's in your house eating your dog. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah but i mean just saying uh, can, that sounds funny but um if,
1: yeah if you look at it just with this episode but think about the things that they have already seen i mean mm-hmm. it seemed like to me at the start well actually it wasn't the start of this one it was the end of the last episode and travis was standing there and he says we have to get far away from everything out there mm-hmm.
2: right he
1: seemed freaked out at that point i thought he was like at least somewhat Right. Yeah, it, I, at that point, I thought he was believing like this shit's bad. Like we got to get the hell out of here
2: and but away you know, from everything. I mean,
1: it, it, and then at the same time, it's he still got the the hope that these right. people are just kind of sick.
2: But but we also need to keep in our minds that he and Maddie saw a dead guy get up. Right. <laughs> I hit mean, him they with saw the car. they hit him with the car. I mean, the guy there was no way that guy was still alive. Yeah. They should. They you know I would expect them to be a little bit more. Um, believing that they could be dead but you know i tell you though it it does bring up one other issue if you guys want to move on sure actually i had
1: to i had to mention one thing though because i started out the episode with the uh iggy pop repo man song ah and that was a nod to that that scene which i had totally forgotten about the aqueduct and repo man and how important it was to that whole movie nice so uh, when i I was like ah i gotta put that in there
2: right I think um I think one of the the major uh, storylines that may be coming out of this yeah you know one thing I've uh, I keep bitching about is the fact that I think Maddie and them are just accepting it too easily mm-hmm. but the the line that um oh, what's the daughter's name Angie? Alicia 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 did that Alicia said when she said uh, she's feeling a major case of deja vu
0: oh when her dad when died she f-
2: yeah, well, when she first said it and she looked over at Nick, I thought she was talking about the fact that they never knew when Nick was coming home. Mm-hmm. But then I started to realize, and it has more to do with the dad yeah. and the circumstances in which he died. And I started looking at Maddie's attitude a little bit differently, and I'm wondering if they have already been through some pretty bad stuff.
0: Yep. I was That well, may be yeah.
2: why they're not as freaked out so much. Because they've already had maybe some death and violence in their family.
0: Yeah, I was actually wondering if he might have been a cop himself, and that
2: I think it's something more than that. Yeah, I think it's something more than that. I think it's something that that was very violent and very horrific that, that they have had to deal with, mm-hmm. and that it's making them, you know, definitely making Maddie, you know, be balls to the wall instead of uh, freaking out,
0: and Nick a druggie.
2: Mm-hmm. probably spurred yeah. all that on. Yeah, and even the daughter, you know, she's very cynical. Yeah. And
0: and she keeps just and wants and, to uh, get out of there. That's what she keeps saying. She just wants to get out. She's better than everybody right. else. She wants to move on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. So
2: so I do think the father the um, will have a, a major role in this at some point, whatever happened to them.
0: Well, you know, that brings up another point that I actually had was about um, – Travis's ex-wife, her name is Liza, right? I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: She seems very angry with Travis, and so I've also been wondering about what happened with their relationship because their son doesn't seem to care about anything, and he doesn't want to have anything to do with his dad. Doesn't want to have weekends with him, and then the wife, the ex-wife, also is, just seems very angry about anything that have to do that has to do with Travis, and so I wonder if. If something else happened with that family that we don't quite know about yet. She
2: she gave some clue about it when they were talking in the kitchen, and she was talking about the fact that um, it took her seven years of marriage with him to finally realize that she could do things on her own.
0: Yeah, I pa- and, caught that too.
2: Yeah, you know, and her going back to nursing school to, or to be a doctor mm-hmm. was kind of saying you held me back, you know. And he yeah. said, "Well, he said, well, no, I always told you that." And she said, "You're right. you told me, but you didn't believe it."
0: Right, exactly.
2: So I I think she's been mad about him holding her back. Now I think you know, in all in all seriousness, I've started looking at the son a little bit differently. What's his name? Um, Chris. Chris, yeah, yeah. Um. Some of the some of the scenes, Chris has you you can see he is probably a little bit more like his dad than than um we may be thinking, mm-hmm. and a lot of this is teenage angst more than anything with Mm -hmm. him. But I think he is, he's a lot like his father Yeah. and he's having a hard time accepting this. (laughs) And, and, but you know, you, when, when, when crunch came, he went to dad. Yeah. You know, I mean, when he, he, you know, he was always, you know, when they had that scene where he was watching the cop eat the other cop, he didn't turn to his mom. He turned to his dad and said, dad, what's going on?
0: Yeah, that's true. And then there's that scene of them in the bathroom at the house, Madison's house. And he asked his dad um, what was wrong with that man and woman. And uh, Travis Mm -hmm. said something about how they were sick. And Chris asked, well, will we get sick? And that was like, that was actually one of my favorite parts of the episode because it was one of the real, the actual real
2: moments. I agree. I agree. I thought, uh, yeah, that um, evokes a lot of emotion. Yeah. And Chris, I think, was um, his character was opening up a little bit more in this one. Um, I think he's gonna, I I, I think we'll hopefully see a little bit less of the angst as we go along.
0: Yeah. It just seems like everybody so far, they all have something to hide, something that they've been trying to push down, Right, which is why they're all seeming so stoic and Madison Mm -hmm. is kind of a bitch and points. Mm -hmm. And now that all of this is going on, they're going to have to come to terms with all the things that have happened in their past and how to deal with them and try to become a family unit again so that they can protect each other. I'm hoping that's what the writers are trying to build on.
2: Well, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there's some, uh, some big things on Maddie coming down. Yeah. And, you know, and I think, I think Travis, maybe not so much as much as Travis is the counterweight to that. Mm -hmm. You know, Maddie is the, the one who's had shit in her life. Serious. Serious shit in her life.
1: Definitely seems like she's been dealing with a lot more stuff. And yeah. has anybody else noticed how much she seems to be handling those meds? It almost seems like she's thinking mm-hmm. about something when she's holding on to those meds before she gets the stuff for Nick.
0: Yeah, yeah I think she's, I noticed that too. She's like there was she's that... had
1: to de- she's had to deal with it obviously because her son's an addict, but it, right. it almost seemed like maybe there was some addiction of her own like prior. Um even maybe, though Nick says oh, who's the expert here.
0: Right. That's a good point. Cuz there was that scene where she had the bag in her hand and she was looking out the window and she was kind of just moving it back and forth between her hands and I was kind of thinking the same thing like why is she doing that? Well, I was
2: wondering. I thought at that time though wasn't she thinking about giving the some of the drugs to the old lady?
0: Yeah, which she did.
2: And I think she was debating it at that time That's true. She was, trying to decide whether to give away some of Nick's drugs. Well, the
1: first time I um, noticed it was when she first got back uh, before she washed the blood out of her jacket and stuff in the episode right. prior. And she yeah. got she took the drugs out and put them on the counter. And she looked in the mirror and I was thinking, what is she doing with the drugs? And mm-hmm. then she went and washed her jacket out. So maybe it had nothing to do with it at all. I don't know. It just, it seems like...
2: Maybe she's dealing with, you know, she's dealing with Guilt of, she feeling like maybe she's a bit of an enabler. Maybe I'm too worried about
1: where the drugs are all the time.
2: Maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> I need a to good stop, point.
1: I need to stop paying attention to that. Although you know, the other comment I did like of Nick's was, um, uh, "I don't know. I don't need you. I need my medicine." Right? Oh yeah, that was, that, like, was that,
0: that was one of my favorites too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, Nick, uh, Nick's got some rough road to come. Pulling yeah, and back. I think
1: Kim called that because I was like, ah, oh, you know, he's going to be out of the woods. They're going to get stuff for him. It's not that big a deal. Right. But um, hey, what's he's a, obviously hey. got more of a ride to go through.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nick, number one, what's the deal with the clothes?
0: Uh, that was one of the points I was going to bring up. I mean, I mean,
2: my God, he went home. Get exactly, your clothes.
0: Take a shower. Wash that stringy-ass hair.
2: Get Mr., Mr. Old Guy's clothes off, for God's sakes. And what's with his walk? <laughs> is he like partially paralyzed or something? I mean, seriously, because it doesn't make well, sense. You,
1: it might, it might lead back to what you were saying. They had a major thing that happened. Maybe they had. a He did rack. just
0: get hit by a car. You know? Don't oh, you he remember did. That? Oh, yeah. that's right. He did get hit by a car. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's that why true. he was in the hospital.
2: He still looks. <laughs> he still looks pretty bad. I <laughs> can't walk anywhere. <laughs> but he just seems He's like so a hop, used skip, and a the, jump.
1: The walk. Like yeah. I would be like starting out a little slower. He's like hobbling around like a penguin.
2: I know. we we'll just get Dale's clothes off, for God's sake. I know. You? That jacket's God. pretty sweet, though. It is pretty sweet. It's something Kramer would wear. <laughs> it is, totally. <laughs> Good
1: call.
0: <laughs> um, uh, did you guys have any other points about the episode? Oh,
2: yeah. Let me ask you this. This is one um, that I caught, and I wasn't really sure why this had happened. Um, the daughter, when she went back for the shotgun shells in Susan's house. Mm-hmm. And she looked at the pill container on the de- on the table
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then looked to see where Susan was. was. Was was that signifying that Susan had killed herself?
0: See, I was confused about that scene, too, because I That's thought...
2: That's what I was thinking, too. I but thought why would maybe, Susan do that if her husband was on the way home?
0: No, see, I thought maybe the pills were there because Nick had found them and taken them without them knowing No. Nah.
2: I don't think so, because she looked at those pills, and then she immediately started looking around like, where's Susan?
0: I don't know.
1: But it was at the exact same point where Nick was standing in the room, and didn't he drop the shells?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: He was the one that dropped the shells. Then he goes all the way through the crazy garden maze. Yeah. Right. Which, who the hell would make it like that much of a pain <laughs> in the ass <laughs> to get through? Anyways, so she... He's like, oh, I dropped the shells. Yeah, no no wonder, dumbass. That was like 10 minutes ago. So she goes back, gets right. the shells, and does see the pill bottle. I thought it could have been either scenario. It was either Susan, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think about and, the fact that maybe
2: Nick had tried to steal them. But let me ask you this, though. When they were going over the fence and Nick realized that he had forgotten the shells, um, if he was stealing the drugs, I would think he would have gone back. No matter what. Yeah. The way he's so desperate for the drugs, I would think he would have—he would have immediately gone back, saying it was for the shells.
0: But it looked like it was empty. The pill bottle.
1: Yeah, I think it,
2: yeah. I thought the pill bottle well, was that's, empty. Well, that's that's what made me think that maybe she had committed suicide because the bottle was empty. I yeah, don't like think
1: what, she would have committed suicide. Was, what, what else would have killed her though? I don't know. A Zombie neighbor guy who is way far away.
0: Maybe the post office man got her or something.
2: Oh, those post, post office guys! Office you man. can't trust those guys. I, I know. Swear.
0: But again, the fact that Susan's husband—Hey,
2: post office man! Shut up. Mm.
0: The fact that Susan's <laughs> Susan's <laughs> husband went all the way to the airport and drove home and walked mm-hmm. back into the house as if nothing in the world was going on. I know. Was really <laughs> nothing was me. strange in the world. Hi, honey. I'm home. Yeah.
1: Really, he knows a back way around the zombies. So he must no,
0: but it, like he goes to the airport and they close it down, but he doesn't get the explanation that the reason they close it down is because all hell is breaking loose.
2: Yeah, I mean, of course he would have. Everybody
0: would be talking this about it. This is what I'm saying. The whole
2: airport would be a buzz with the how noise. How can
0: be, how can there still be people who don't know what's going on?
2: Not that blind. Not that blind. Yeah. If he came back and say, "My God, honey, everything's going to trash," you know, blah blah blah, then it'd be somewhat believable. But, right. Now I'm come. Hi honey, I'm home.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Really? Uh. And can
0: I also point out the fact that the military arrived just in the nick of time, didn't mm-hmm.
2: they? Yeah, that was a little too cliché. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: was a great death hug by Susan though. I was like, "Yes, finally." And then they mm-hmm. killed her. I was like, "Damn it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I was trying to
1: figure out what the hell actually killed her.
0: I popped they her head. They
1: were so off. close.
2: Well, they shot her head off. Oh, yeah. I know,
1: but it like ripped through like the whole top of the um of the uh, garden thing, and, and it somehow missed that guy completely. Well, I it's think it's a good it, shot. I'm
2: not saying the military's not a good shot, that's right. what they do. Well, <laughs> they fire three round bursts with those things, so that I know,
1: a... but it was just it was crazy because they were like mm-hmm. right at, at hug, and it was just like all of a sudden they got her. and it was like, wow, okay, finally right. someone knows how to kill one of these things.
0: And right. actually, I'm really glad that later on the military guys told her, told uh, who was it, Madison that mm-hmm. um they took the husband away because he had been covered in the infected blood
2: right.
0: that was good if they had let him go I'd have been pissed
2: yeah yeah that would have not that would have flown in all the in the
0: face of any reality right right I agree so I'm glad but then they 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 take her word for it that her dog is the one that's buried in the backyard I think that I would probably be probing the area just to make sure because
2: yeah yeah how do you know who knows? You yeah. you are one
1: that probes, Kim. I love
0: to You're probe, big on probing. probe and picking.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, does does uh, does Nick have a bit of a New York accent going on there?
0: Mm, it is a strange one, but remember he's from England, so he, it kind of sounds like a a bit of a Southern accent to me.
2: Huh. Okay, he's got to work on his accent then. And yeah,
1: I haven't picked up on that. I'll I'll uh, I'll listen for it, Scott.
0: And Madison, I mean, you do that. Uh, what's her name? Clark. Maddie? No, her real person. Kim Davis. Isn't that her name? Her oh. mom? Anyways, she's actually from Alabama.
2: Yeah, she know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: she's actually from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love it.
0: I love it.
1: Um, That's right next to
2: us. <laughs> it's right next to you, y'all. Uh, I went to
1: a tractor pull there.
2: and Jeff. <laughs> I got my tractor pulled there one time. Mm. Dun dun dun. That was horrible.
0: <laughs> okay. We did get some listener feedback this week. John Z says Every five seconds I'm screaming at my TV. How many times do they have to try to talk to the zombies before they get it through their skull that you don't talk to a guy that has just been munching on the family pet?
2: <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well put, John. Well put. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, you're, you're eating the family pet. That's just, that's a, that's, that's just a downer.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's messed up. The guy's like walking over there. He's been eating the the dog. Mm -hmm. Like, he's in your house. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's like, yeah, he's trying to talk to him. Like, you okay, man? No, he's not okay. He's eating a dog in the middle of your living room. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I think that's a given that he is not okay.
2: And he's got serious wobbles going on. So, yeah, I mean, maybe uh, yeah. at
1: that point, the shotgun to the head was a little questionable. I mean, in our world, it's not.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: in their world, it might be. Yeah. Um, right. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, that, was <laughs> that was a very surprising scene. It's like, get the hell away. Oh, again, though, it's kind of that creating that tense moment he's right, right well next travis to just
2: just is, at that point he was not sold on the fact that the, that there was something really wrong with these people No, or
1: maybe he was like oh you need a napkin uh,
2: yes Jeez. exactly who needs a who needs a lobster <laughs> bit oh my god <laughs> who's the messy boy eating old chef
0: all right you guys i think it's time for us to take a little break we'll be back bye Okay. Welcome back, everyone. We do have a couple of news items for this week. The first one is that Fear is still one of the highest rated shows on cable TV, but the numbers are dropping. Last week's episode had 7.2 million viewers, and those numbers are down from 12% from episode 2 and 19% from the premiere. Hmm.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I expect that from the premiere but uh the next episodes what what about last week's or no we didn't have one last week that's right no
0: we didn't yeah <laughs>
2: hey nice nice work there amc
0: i know i know and of course um the majority of the people that they surveyed for this said that they were upset about the fact that it's just too slow and that no, no main characters have died yet yeah so pretty much the same thing that we've been talking about
2: so they're really into killing off the main characters The daughter, the daughter. Well, they're barely—they're
1: barely barely killing off anybody right now, so I Mm -hmm. mean, it's kind of hard to be just killing off a main character. They probably still have like CSI guys come out.
2: Oh, I'd love to see them have a scene. Look into it. I'd love to see them have a scene where they take out Alex Trebek. That would be awesome. (laughs) A zombie, zombie guest.
1: That's that's a bit Uh, of a reach, I think, Scott. Hey. Yeah.
0: So the second news article is about Alicia Debnam-Carey, of course, the daughter. Again, that we all know and love. Um, she did an article for an Australian news outlet and she talked about the series and how slow it was when it started out, the pace of the show. Um, and she she did say that the cast and crew knew about the fact that people were upset about the pace of the show and about um, especially the opening, the premiere episode, about how slow it was. But she said that Them doing it that way is very important to the storyline because it establishes a, quote, slow burn of what happens to a civilization that's falling apart. And she said that the pace of the show is actually what drew her to the script. And she feels a responsibility to help make Fear a completely different show from The Walking Dead. So The Walking Dead started out much faster, and they're trying to do something completely different.
2: So that's what attracted her to the uh, script, huh? That's what she said. Were says. scripts beating down her door at the time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she's on that other show, The 100. Mm. So she's actually, you know, she's doing a lot.
2: Didn't they cancel that one? No. Oh, okay. It's
0: getting ready to come back for another season.
2: How about that? Should they yeah. cancel that
0: one? I've never seen it, so I have no idea.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I can understand the slow burn th- <laughs> thing, but... Um...
2: Let's still pick up the pace a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh... Well, I, I, actually, right now it feels like again, it feels like things are uh, going too quick. Mm-hmm. But the story is slow. Like, and I think a lot of that's because there's not like a lot of content in the story. Like you guys are saying, there's not, um, you know, a lot of things happen in the news. Yeah, there's I not mean, a yeah. lot of discussions going on between the characters. Right. I mean, there's we need this.
2: We need to see perspective. We need to see. Right. Uh, the wider picture more. Well,
1: at yeah. this pace, they're going to be like there's going to be no power, everybody's mm-hmm. going to be dead and they're not going to have any supplies. Right, I mean and this it's be is like the... okay, now we're back in the Walking Dead's area.
2: This is like this is like the one time in the zombie apocalypse that you can get news. Right. Yeah. You and know. Plug your so why are we phone in. in. Seeing the that. daughter
1: like needs to plug her phone in. She's getting ready to lose power.
2: Hey, let me ask you. I got a question. Did hmm. we That was pretty funny. Um did we ever I, I'm trying to remember back from the original Walking Dead um, episodes. Did did Rick ever get an explanation for what had happened while he was in a in a coma?
0: Yeah, Shane and Lori told him. Oh, okay, so they filled him in? Yep, and there was okay. even a flashback of, uh, who was it, Lori and Carl at Carl's school. They were picking him up, and yeah. uh, I think he had just been shot, and he was still in the coma or something, and she was talking to one of her friends about it. So, yeah, yeah we that's did right. get explanations. Uh, okay.
2: Yep. okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking maybe they're not getting the news because everybody in The Walking Dead doesn't care about explanations for things. They just deal with them when they happen.
0: No, I just think that it started so far in advance of the, um, into the apocalypse that there was just no time to talk Mm -hmm. about what had happened. Besides the fact that Robert Kirkman doesn't care about what happened. Right.
2: Well, he better now. Because he's (laughs) sitting in the middle of what happened.
1: I hope he's got a lot more figured out than we do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh,
2: Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks for the news, Kim. Stuart, what do you have for us?
1: Uh, Episode four, not fade away, which is a weird phrase. Uh, Madison and Travis see different sides of the National Guard's occupation in their neighborhood. The family will try to adapt to the new world. This one is uh, directed by Carrie Scogland who has also done a series of other um, shows uh, and movies, I I believe, uh, including Penny Dreadful, um, The Walking Dead, upcoming episode, um, Once Upon a Time, Under the Dome, which we all love, right, Scott? (laughs) Boardwalk Empire.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) The L Word,
1: which I'm trying to figure out how that fits in the same genre as some of these other ones. And then, of course, um, the one of my favorites, Children of the Corn six six six, Isaac's return. Yes,
2: yeah, so that was an Academy Award. It winner, was. Wasn't it? it was. We should yeah, review that, that one.
1: A... <laughs> we should. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to see. Yeah, it. we're not going
2: to waste these poor people's time I'm just on hoping that.
1: Hoping Isaac brings Malachi, because really Isaac <laughs> was relatively boring. Malachi. I thought Malachi got wiped out. Yeah, I he got w- totally.
2: He did carry the movie, with those pants that were too high. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, not fade away. Um, what do you guys think that even means?
0: So, yeah, to me that means mm. that society is not fading away yet. Normal life is not fading away. Um, what I think we're going to see is obviously a ton more military in this one. And um, just about how the military is going to handle the situation. Or not.
2: Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more uh, military gone bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, that's kind of.
2: I think we're going to start seeing a lot of tensions there, and and how and mistreatment mistreatment by the military on the civilians. I think you're going to see some more of that. Yeah.
1: That's the feeling I was getting that um, the military was coming in there, and they already had kind of like this preconceived idea of the area they wanted to take, and um, mm. kind of set up camp. I mean, that's what it felt like, and that that kind of goes back to my earlier comment of the cop gra- grabbing water and stuff. Right. Uh, The cop's going. He's on a lower tier of information than the military even would be, and uh, yet he knows more than of what's going on. Well, he knew. He
2: knows at least that there's something really bad going on. Yep. Right. To get out of town. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. But yeah, I mean, the military guys are coming in here, and it's. I don't know what was going on with that plane. He Um, wasn't just saying hi. uh, (laughs) He's waving. When that thing was dipping. Yeah, that when
2: he I did. think he had a little zombie co- combat going on in the cockpit up there. Was that zombie on a plane? It could be could the be. zombie zombies on, a on a plane that plane. we're gonna
0: see later on. Yeah. Ah, oh,
2: that's yeah. I didn't think about that. Okay, zombies on a plane. You know, hey, that's right because they are talking about doing that spinoff yeah. thing, right? Yep.
0: Yep. Oh. And that's supposed to hey, take place during comes. episode or series bleh, season six, so we won't see it until until the Walking Dead starts.
1: oh uh, you <laughs> so know what? That I wasn't just like a. Seven forty seven shout out.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep. I think that's that's good. I I I'm glad you caught that, Kim. Yep, that's, that's, that's what I'm here that's, for. That's very true.
1: You didn't actually <laughs> catch that. You just made that up, didn't you?
0: No, I'm all You're about a it, liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. No. Well, next up we have Scott's book corner. Have you thought of any other good names for your book corner, Scott?
2: No, I'm waiting for some of our listeners to key in on some good ideas. Terror time with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Scott's little book of terror. Ding ding. <laughs> naughty nits.
0: That's awesome.
1: Naughty nits.
2: Naughty bits. Oh, naughty bits. Naughty bits, bits. Okay. Naughty bits <laughs> of horror. <God.
1: laughs> naughty bits of reading.
2: That's right. And right, we'll come up with some. Somebody, come on, guys, right in. Give me, give me, give me some. Uh, Give me a shout out of a new name.
1: Yeah, but come on, something. I don't even care. It has anything to do with books. Exactly. Just so it
0: could be whatever. You can Give call me your name. You
2: can call me Chalupa Frankenstein. I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Scott, take it away.
2: Tonight I'm going to be discussing uh, author Jeff Long, who is one of my favorite authors, and discussing his debut novel, which is one of my favorite novels. Um, really good stuff. Jeff Long's The Descent. This book poses the question, if there can be an historical Christ, why not an historical Satan? In Tibet, while guiding trekkers to a holy mountain, Ike Crockett discovers a bottomless cave. When his lover disappears, Ike pursues her into the depths of the earth. At the same time, in a leper colony bordering the Kalahari Desert, a nun and linguist Ali Van Shade unearths evidence of a proto-human species in a deity called Older Than Old. And in Bosnia, Major Elias Branch crash-lands his gunship near a mass grave and is swarmed by pale cannibals terrified of light. So begins mankind's realization that the underworld is a vast geological labyrinth riddling the continents and seabeds, one inhabited by brutish creatures who resemble the devils and gargoyles of legend. With all of hell's precious resources and territories to be won, a global race ensues, Nations, armies, religions, and industries rush to colonize and exploit the subterranean interior. I love this novel because it's kind of like uh, Jules Verne meets Clive Barker. It's um, It's got a very cool uh, sci-fi fantasy aspect to it, but it is really horror. And um, his descriptive talents are really uh, on par with someone close to a Clive Barker who can certainly paint a picture. Um, I would recommend this book to anybody who likes any kind of a uh, horror adventure story. Um, There's a lot to it, Um, and Jeff Long does a good job of pulling it all together. Um, It's an interesting concept, and it's very provocative. So if you ever have a chance, um, you might pick this one up and give it a try. Um, He's also written several other good books. He's a he also later wrote a uh, sequel to The Descent, which was called Deeper. Not as good as The Descent, but still um, does wrap up some things that were happening in The Descent. Uh, another one of his wonderful novels is one called Year Zero. This novel is kind of a mixture between a medical thriller, archaeological fiction, action-adventure, and a doomsday scenario. On the remote island, uh, Greek island of Corfu, a wealthy collector prized open his latest black market purchase a 14-inch holy relic containing a vial of blood dating back to the first century and unleashes a 2,000-year-old plague. At the same time, an archaeological manhunt is raging across the Holy Land, a hunt for the historical Jesus. Where these two storylines meet is a very complex, um, provocative story. Um, And if you guys are interested in um, a nice mixture of those those writing forms, then uh, you will love this book. Um, anyway, I, Jeff Long's written several other very good books, but, uh, those are my two favorites. So, um, if you get a chance grab you a copy, they're a lot of fun. Enjoy.
1: All right. Well, we need to check some of that out. Thanks, Scott. Um, thanks everyone for joining us and you can find us on iTunes. Go subscribe, please. So you can bump our names up and we can get more people to subscribe. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook by searching for fear me podcast, uh, if you want to get in touch with us or send us any of your thoughts on the episodes, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com.
0: And be sure when you're going on iTunes that you give us um, a ranking. If The more people that rank us, the higher up we'll get in the in the ratings, basically.
2: And please
1: yeah, be kind. Just leave us comments, because yeah. we need comments, so that we can try and make this thing.
0: I mean, if you don't like us, yeah, that's fine, too, but
2: <laughs> we'd like to get some you might make Kim five, cry. I know, I might cry.
0: That's okay. <laughs> but five stars would be awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're learning, he, he didn't folks. Mean We're anything. learning. He didn't. Either. I know. I know. Don't take it personal. <laughs>
0: um, but we will be back next week to review episode four of *Fear the Walking Dead*. So please be sure to email us your comments and thoughts about the episode, or comment on our Facebook page. Um, we'll be recording on Monday night. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next week, bye.
2: Good night. It's a lot.